Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We are online at kpcg.fm and have a live link at thetrumpet.com. All of our programming is available in podcast form if you'd like to listen to it that way. You can get that at thetrumpet.com, those podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Well, many of you probably have a pet or had a pet at some point in life, and they can be a lot of fun. Uh, A few years ago, my family and I, we got a little puppy, and uh, he's grown now. He's a little bigger, but we've really enjoyed him. He's been a really nice dog for us, uh, given us good companionship, and it was really a nice thing for my children to to work with the dog and have some responsibility there and learn how to take care of him and and to take care of his needs. And so it's really been a wonderful uh, addition to uh, to our lives to have that that animal. And uh, it's funny when sometimes I'll I'll be playing with our dog and and there's just this moment where we look at each other and. You know, a lot of times the dogs kind of <laughs> look all around the room, but occasionally he'll stop and sort of look at me briefly. And in that split second, it almost almost seems like we could communicate some way. I could, you know, express a thought to him and have him really understand it beyond the basic commands that dogs understand and are trained in. You know, something a little deeper. But then he sees a ball go bouncing and he takes off or he gets distracted by the, you know, something in the room, uh, a sound or a noise, or he hears somebody eating something and he takes off. He wants food. And we just can't connect like a human can connect to another human. There's a difference between man and animal. It's a massive difference. It's a massive difference. Dogs are different than people. (laughs) Any type of animal, it's just they're different than human beings are. What's the difference? Well, we know there's physical differences, of course. We can observe those. But the big difference is man's mind. We have a mind that thinks and that can communicate in, in a way that animals just can't do that. And, of course, we have an incredible human potential. We have a book on that topic. At thetrumpet.com, there's a great potential for mankind. But our minds really set us apart. Animals have instinct, but they don't think like human beings do. They just can't. They're not created to do that. But our minds are different. Our minds are powerful. The Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course, which is a free course at thetrumpet.com, If you don't have that, please sign up for it. It's a tremendous course, and it takes you through a lot of uh, important information from your Bible. You study it with your Bible, and it really is a wonderful study. But Lesson 5 talks about man and our our mind power and animals and the, the difference. And it gets into even more than that, but that's what we're focusing on today, this incredible mind that humans have. And Lesson 5 says many animals have physical brains as large or even larger than man's brain and with similar cerebral cortex complexity. 
But none has the powers of intellect, logic, self-consciousness, and creativity that man does. They don't have that. They just don't. Animals have instinct. They can be trained in a certain way and, and understand some basic commands. But they don't have mind power like humans have, like you have, like I have. You know, we have the ability to think, reason, make decisions. Animals don't have that. What's the difference? How come we can think and the animals cannot? As the quote points out, and you can study this in a lot of places, the, the, the way an animal brain appears and the way a human brain appears, depending on the animal, of course, are, they're similar. I mean, it's, they look kind of the same, maybe a difference in size and, and such, but, but similar enough, and yet the output is so different. Man's output from his mind is incredible. And for animals, it's, it's not. They don't have that same ability. Why is that the case? Well, Job 32 talks about that. What makes man different? What, what causes us to be able to think? And we'll look at a few passages today relating to this. And uh, if you have a Bible, you could get it out. We could look at these. And, and we can see these scriptures together. Job 32 and verse 8. It says, But there is a spirit in man. There's a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. See, man has a, a spirit. It's the spirit in man, or the human spirit, we can call it. And it imparts the power of intellect to the physical brain. So an animal has a physical brain. A human has a physical brain. But man has this human spirit that gives that physical brain the power of intellect. Animals don't have that. They just don't have it. Notice 1 Corinthians 2. This talks a little bit more about this spirit that's in man. 1 Corinthians 2, and we'll look at verses 9 through 11. And here it's talking about two spirits. It's talking about this human spirit and God's Holy Spirit, which is separate and it's different. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 says, But as it is written... I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So we see things with our eyes and we hear with our ears, but all that we take in is physical knowledge. You know, we see the physical earth about us. We hear sounds in this physical realm. But God has things that he has to reveal. We wouldn't know them otherwise. They're not discernible by our five senses. And so it's discussing that here. In verse 10, then, it says, But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. So God's Holy Spirit does impart spiritual knowledge. It gives a mind the ability to understand spiritual knowledge. Now, of course, and we have to be diligent in our Bible study and such, but our minds become open to God's truth. If God's called us and we've been baptized and repented, and that's a condition for baptism, and uh, have faith, and um, we go forward and striving to obey God, then our minds are opened up to his truth if we'll study it and we'll apply it. 
So God has revealed those things by his Spirit. It says, for the Spirit, this is talking about the Holy Spirit, searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. And then we get into verse 11, which is talking about the human spirit and the Holy Spirit. It says, for what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? That's the human spirit. We don't know the things that a person knows without that human spirit. You know, I can talk to you about this subject. My dog, as wonderful as he is, he cannot. He doesn't understand it. It, it doesn't make sense to him. He, he uh, might bark into the microphone, which might be kind of fun, but uh, then he'd be off doing whatever else his instinct moved him to do, which is probably to try to eat something. He doesn't have the ability to stop and think and reason and ponder and then communicate this message because he doesn't have the human spirit. He's a dog. But mankind, we have this human spirit. We can, we can know the things of a man because of the human spirit giving our physical brain intellectual power. And then it continues and says, okay, so look, the spirit of man, which is in him, that's how he knows those things. Even so, the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. So even a human being with the spirit of man, if he doesn't have God's spirit, he doesn't understand the spiritual things, just doesn't understand them, their foolishness to him, as we'll read about later. So there is a major difference between animals and humans, um, and especially when we talk about intellect. Humans have an intellectual capability with the human spirit. Animals don't have that. But to then go forward and understand the deep spiritual things of God and what is beyond this physical creation that we see, we need God's Holy Spirit. But there is a spirit in man, a human spirit. And the correspondence course says this, this spirit is not the man, this human spirit. It is the spirit essence from God that is in the man. Joined with the physical brain of the man, it forms the human mind. It imparts to man's brain his unique powers of intellect and personality, the ability to think rationally and make free will decisions. You know, animals have instinct. They do things on instinct. And they can be trained to an extent, of course, we understand that, but they have an instinct. Humans don't have instinct. We have the ability to think, to learn, and to make free will decisions. The quote continues, it imparts the ability to learn mathematics, languages, or other types of physical knowledge. So we can learn those things. It, it gives our minds, our brains, I guess, the ability to do that. And that's what makes the human mind. And these are things that animals just simply can't learn. An animal can't learn math. It can't learn those types of things the way that humans do. You know, we can learn math, we can learn languages, we can learn other knowledge. But that's what that human spirit allows and gives a certain power to man to be able to think and to learn. But this spirit is not an immortal soul. It's not an immortal soul. It doesn't have any consciousness of itself. This spirit is not the man. 
the quote finishes by saying, because of this spiritual element, the Bible often uses the word spirit simply to mean man's mind, intelligence, attitude. So humans have the human spirit, the spirit of man. And it allows us to have mind power and to learn and to understand and to comprehend, be taught things, communicate with each other differently than any other physical creation can. Notice Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 7. This is another passage that deals with the spirit in man. Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 7. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. So God gives out this human spirit to humans, and when they die, the physical body decays, goes back to dust, but that spirit goes back to God. Well, what purpose does that serve? Well, that human spirit is uh, not only something that gives us the power of intellect, but it acts as a recording. It acts as a recording. The correspondence course says, This spirit in each individual of necessity does more than merely impart the power of intellect to the physical brain. It becomes a spiritual recording and mold of the entire person, even to preserving memory, knowledge, character, and outward appearance. And so when a person dies, as we just read about here in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 7, that spirit recording returns to God and is filed away. It's filed away until the time God will replay it, bring it about again in the resurrection. Man will be resurrected. There are three resurrections the Bible talks about, and people will be resurrected. And some will be resurrected again physically because they never learned God's truth. They need to be taught. Those that were called already in this life and grew and developed God's character and used the power of the Holy Spirit along with their human spirit to follow and obey God and apply his spiritual knowledge, they'll be resurrected as a God being into the God family. And we have a lot more about that in this course and in the Incredible Human Potential book, which is free at thetrumpet.com, and what science can't discover about the human mind. It gets into more detail about the human spirit and the Holy Spirit and God's plan for mankind. It's an awesome plan. But this human spirit, besides giving our physical brain the power of intellect, it also acts as a recording. It acts as a recording. So is it important today what we put into our minds? It absolutely is because it's recorded. It's recorded and God has that on file. So when somebody dies, they don't know anything. They're, they have no consciousness. They're, it's like they're sleeping, but they will be resurrected and God will bring them back, whether physically or born into the God family, depending on if they were called in this life or not. And again, there's a lot to, to, to study there and understand, and we have material at thetrumpet.com that will help you with that. But for our purposes today, we're focusing mainly on the human spirit, uh, it is a recording. It's a recording and giving us also that intellect, that, that power of thinking. 
So what we put into our minds, what we study, what we think about, what we listen to, um, it gets put into that recording. So what we put onto the recording is vitally important. 1 Corinthians 2 here in verse 14, it says, But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So every person needs God's Holy Spirit. Some will have it in this life. Many will have it when they're resurrected and have another physical uh, life and some time to grow and to develop. There's so many people that have never heard anything about God's truth. God knows that. He is going to give them an opportunity to learn his truth. And everyone's going to have to have this spirit of God added to that human spirit. Because, you know, people go around with the human spirit. They pay attention to the physical and the physical realm and things about them and learn how to, you know, have a job and earn a living and those types of things. But without God's spirit, they don't consider or understand or have their minds open to the spiritual truth, the deep things, the things that are beyond this physical creation. That incredible plan for mankind. The correspondence course says the spiritual cannot be seen with the eye. Heard with the ear, felt with the hands, the human mind, which can receive knowledge only through the physical senses, can never really comprehend spiritual concepts and principles without the Holy Spirit of God. Your Bible shows that the greatest minds cannot really come to know and understand spiritual truths with their natural minds. And that's true. There's been some really incredibly intelligent people that that have done some amazing things in the physical realm but they don't know the truth of God. They don't know the way to peace. The quote continues, just as surely as no animal brain, such as that of a cow, for example, can comprehend or understand human affairs, so no human mind can have comprehension of spiritual things on the divine plane unless and until it has received the Holy Spirit of God. So, you know, mankind is incomplete without God's Spirit. Nobody would ever you know, invite a cow to come to a uh, important meeting that uh, had to do with international relations because it doesn't have any understanding of what to do. It would just do what a cow does. It would, it would be no, of no benefit. It couldn't understand what was happening. Well, we can't understand God's truth without his Holy Spirit. We can understand things in the physical realm with the human spirit. It makes us different, so different than that cow or the dog But without God's Holy Spirit, our minds are limited to the physical creation around us. We don't understand those deep spiritual truths of God. We do have a human spirit that allows us to think, allows us to learn, allows us to have communication with each other. And we should really thank God for that and for our minds and use them correctly and then of course, understand that we do need God's Holy Spirit to really complete that creation because we have to take on the mind of God, which is not the same as the mind of man. Mankind has a human spirit. It gives us the power of intellect. It also serves as a recording, recording our memories, our thoughts, our attitudes, even the way we appear. And ultimately, everybody will also be given an opportunity to receive God's Holy Spirit to take on more of the character image of God himself. It's a wonderful, wonderful plan God has for mankind 
If you'd like to learn more about man's incredible human potential and about the human spirit in man and God's Holy Spirit, please sign up for the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. Request the incredible human potential and what science can't discover about the human mind. It's all at thetrumpet.com and it's absolutely free. That's all the time we have for this edition of Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me today. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.